Thanks, Pastor Phil. Could I just have a bit of um, crowd participation? Can I get everyone going? Ready? Okay. You can all sit down first. Can I get everyone going like this? Yo, yo, yo. A bit louder. Louder. It's your birthday. You can stop now. I just wanted to do that. It wasn't really working. You guys were terrible. But that's okay. That's okay. Has anyone ever heard of, or can anyone tell me, who, are you ready for this? Shigeru Miyamoto is. Does anyone know who that is? Do you really? Is he a Japanese... No, he's not a Japanese dentist. We'll keep that joke to ourselves, Jake. Um, (laughs) Shiguru is a good bloke. He invented one of the most trusting persons I've ever known. Shiguru created pretty much one of the most trusting people I have ever known. And that person that he created is Super Mario. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Super Mario, but he is totally one of the most trusting people you'll ever see. He's got a brother called Luigi. He is also very trusting. Does anyone know what a Nintendo is? A Nintendo, pretty much the sweetest console you could ever own. And Mario, it's very trusting. Um, Mario, he, this is how he rolls. Yo, player one, take control of my life. And look, just do what you want. Like, you can jump on turtles, eat mushrooms, uh spit at things, like spit fire, uh, do all this weird sort of stuff. And he pretty much surrenders his life into the hands of player one, whoever that may be, and says, look, there's a princess that needs saving. Uh, Can you use me to do that? And you do that. And player one takes him. And sometimes player one can be really terrible, and you're just killing Mario. Flipping... If I was Mario, I would feel like my trust was getting betrayed, quite honest, to be quite honest. Like, you know, there's a gap. You want to jump it. Like, Mario wants to get to the other side, but you don't jump far enough and you just fall to your death. (laughs) And then you get another life. And I don't know, where's this going? Uh, Look. No, in all honesty, I'm betting any money that everyone here in some stage of their life has felt like their trust has been broken. Heavy, isn't it? I'm betting there's been a time in everyone's life where they've gone, oh, you just betrayed my trust. Do you know how hardcore that is? Do you know what that's done to me on the inside? 
do you know how much that hurts and how long this is going to take for me to get over? You've blown my trust. And it's, it's a pretty hardcore thing. Um, and I know that everyone at some stage in their life, maybe it's been a, you know, a big thing or maybe it's been a small thing, but somewhere along the line, you've had your trust betrayed, just like our friend Mario. My message tonight um, is a short one, but I titled it, It's Okay, Don't Be Afraid, Trust in God. Now, I want you guys, you guys can rest assured that God will never betray your trust. You know, I can vouch for the fact that my God has never betrayed my trust. And I can say to you guys that he will never betray your trust. You can recklessly trust him. You know what I'm saying? You can recklessly, recklessly trust him. And before I go on, and before I can even try to um, convince you guys to go to a new level in your trust in God, there's some things that you obviously need to know. I mean, the most important thing that I want you guys to know is the love of the Father. Father God, my Father, who I am longing for his presence to fill this place right now and surround these people. Father God loves you guys like you would not believe. It, it's amazing. If anyone here has experienced the love of God, you will know what I'm talking about. The love of God. The love of God. It changed my life. Pastor Phil was talking about the moment I got saved, you know. And the thing that decked me the most and the thing, you know, he said that I was laying out on the grass. I didn't even know that. I just, I was completely getting transformed in a salvation moment. In my moment of salvation, I was so overawed by this one thing that I had no idea what was going on around me. I had no idea. And you know what happened? When I um, said a prayer of salvation with Pastor Phil, I felt in my chest this this voice, I felt this voice in my chest and it was, look up. And I didn't know what that was. I felt in my chest again, look up. I looked up and of course I was outside. There, I got to see just this sky of stars. It's like I seen it for the first time. It was like I was, I just saw stars for the first time. That was the experience I was feeling. And you know what I felt in my chest again when I saw that I, I felt in my chest this voice say again I love you and do you know what happened when that voice said that to my chest tears started streaming out and I was changed forever 
And from that moment on, I knew, do you know what, God? I'm going to trust you. I felt that love and I cannot deny it. I'm going to trust you. I'm yours. You've, you've, you've won me right over. I'm yours for life. I am yours for life. Now, the enemy, we've all heard of the enemy in church. We can call him Bowser, if you like, if we're going off Mario and Luigi. Does anyone know who Bowser is? Bowser is this douchebag that wants to kill Mario. He wants to destroy Mario. So, do you think that Bowser would want you guys to have your trust in God? Of course not. Why? Does anyone know why? That is totally true. Mrs. Osborne up the back just there. He's the best damn player one ever. It's true. And you know what happens? You know, sometimes Bowser wants us to be getting a little bit distracted. You know, he starts to want to take, to take away our trust in different areas. He won't just go for trust in the big shebang of it. He'll be like, you know what? Let's just get him off his trust game with relationships. Let's just see if we can get Mario thinking that, you know, the, there's better people than the princess. Um, there's heaps easier people to get to than the princess. You know what I mean? Princess is pretty hard to get to. And you might find yourself going, well, God, player one, we'll call God player one. Player one, princess is pretty hard to get to. I don't know if you've noticed, there's lots of turtles throwing axes at me. Um, your mate, Shiguru made it pretty hard to get to the princess. And, you know, Shiguru, the creator, so yeah. Um, and you just see um, spiky turtles looking pretty hot these days. Maybe I'll just go with spiky turtle. And you decide, you know what, I'll go with Spiky Turtle. Princess is too hard. And your trust gets taken away. So you guys got relationships. And you're trusting in God for this really cool husband or this really cool wife. And all of a sudden you get these thoughts from the Bowser. Bowser's subliminally sending these messages. Have you seen those ghosts that go invisible on Mario Brothers? Probably those things. You know what I'm talking about. That's right subliminal messages going in saying you know what you don't need to trust in God to get a good husband or wife you can get one on your own you're pretty hot Mario I don't know if you noticed but you got a pretty sweet mushtaka <laughs> and so Ma do you know what I'm saying like this happens this happens. And sometimes it goes the other way. Somebody goes, Mario, have you seen your mushtaka? You are not going to get the princess looking like that. In fact, you'll never get the princess. You're too ugly. You've got an ugly mushtaka. Princess does not like 
that kind of moustache, that is disgusting. Besides, have you seen the size of your nose compared to your face? It's the biggest nose I've ever seen. Princess is not going to dig that. Okay? And some people, some girls in the room, even right here, think, think to themselves, man, my butt's too big to get a good godly husband, maybe. I don't know. Did I just make that up? I probably did. But some chicks probably do think that. You know what I'm saying? And player one is going, Mario, what are you doing? Don't do that. Do not do that. Spiky turtle's going to kill you. Do you know what I'm saying? You're not going to get to your destiny and live the life that God wants you to have. He wants to prosper you. He has plans to give you a future and a hope to give you the greatest life. Don't go out with Spiky Turtle. Spiky Turtle is going to take you right away from the call that I have on your life. You know, Mario also gets other things come at him, you know. Look, Bowser thinks, you know, let's get his trust off on something else. Let's get his trust off the coins. Does anyone know the coins in Mario? This is all, this is, this is working. Um, so there's coins. I didn't even know it was going to work like this, but let's just roll with it. Um, there's coins in Mario Brothers that you got to get. Um, Mario, he doesn't really have like a wallet. He's got overalls, but he doesn't like he doesn't ever go to a bank. Do you know what I mean? Like he can't just go to a bank, get his money out. He's got to just rely on these coins as they pop up. And so you might start to think. God, you're not going to, you know, you know, my job, I need to get a job, God. I, I can't just pursue the princess all my life, I need a job. I can't battle ninja turtles. Maybe ninja turtles came from Shimiguru or whatever his name was. I don't know. There's all kinds of ways, right? There's many kinds of ways that... The enemy will try and take away your trust. And it's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's a shame. It's a real shame. But I want you guys to know that you can feel safe putting your whole trust in God. Player one will never let you down. You know what? Sometimes when I try and take control of my own life, you know, I might try and play Mario. I stuff up. You know, I, I stuff up. I, I fall. I actually fall over quite a bit when I'm doing things on my own with Mario. Sometimes, you know, I eat the wrong mushroom and, like, it poisons me or something. I don't know. It actually happens. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I can't beat the flipping axe-throwing turtles in my own strength. I can't do it. Challenges in life come against me and I can't do it on my own. I've tried and all of a sudden I feel this voice say to me, trust in me, Luke. Trust in me. Don't, tr- don't try and do it on your own. Don't try and take these battles on your own. You're not going to get through. You're not. You're just simply not. I want to read out some scriptures now just to give a bit of... Um, solidness to the whole Mario thing. Uh, Let's get a bit more on track. 
and I want us to turn to Psalms and I want to go to the chapter 9. And we'll start at, we'll just, we'll just read 10. Those who know your name will trust in you. If you know player one the way I know him, you will trust in him. You will trust in God. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Listen to me. God will never forsake you when you put your trust in him. I, I can guarantee that. I can't guarantee much in life. I can guarantee this. He will never forsake you. You know, it's, it's an act of faith. Trusting in God is an act of faith. And sometimes we get so caught up in our theologies as we get older in life, in our Christian walk, you know, theology starts making sense and faith starts to come, come away. You know, I'm doing a Bachelor of Theology. I'm getting pretty uh, knowledgeable up here. And do you know what? If you don't keep the faith muscle going... That theology starts to take take your legs out from under you. You start thinking, you know what, I know all this, and this makes sense. And you start to lose the, the beauty of faith. We've got to hold on to faith, and we've got to trust God. You can't trust God without faith. Exercise faith. Faith. Trust in God, and, and you will never be forsaken. Let's go on to another scripture, Psalm 22. The Psalms are such a beautiful book for trust. You know, there's some intimate, intimate um, poetry in here written by mostly King David, who was a pretty cool guy. You know, he saved, he got princesses, he killed a lot of turtles, um, and, he, and he, you know, he, he conquered a lot of uh, mushroom land back in if you want to look at it that way. Um, we'll go to Psalm 22. So it, we'll go to Psalm 22. I'll, I want to go to, from 4 and we'll go through 5. In you our fathers put their trust. They trusted and you delivered them. They cried to you and were saved. In you they trusted and were not disappointed. They were not disappointed. When you put your trust in God, when you're thinking, God, I don't know if I can trust you for this, princess. I don't know if I can do it. Trust in him and you will not be disappointed. You will not be forsaken. But you've got to have faith. You've got to have faith. Faith, faith, faith. Moving on to Psalm 28. Has the Mario thing worked out for you guys at youth? Because, you know, I had to make it a little bit different. You even understand it. I can't do it. I saw the most totally wicked beatboxer, Bryce can vouch for this. I saw the best beatboxer of my life yesterday via YouTube. It was amazing. Beatboxing, it's a skill. They can sing now and beatbox. Flip. You guys don't even know what I'm talking about. It's okay. That's okay. I can't. I just tried and I failed. 
<sighs> I wish I could. Um, we'll go to Psalm 28 and we'll, we'll just read out seven. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and I am helped. When my heart trusts in him, I am helped. Do you know what I see it like? This is how I see it. God, God, Father God, your Father in heaven. God wants to give you the best life you could ever dream of. And you know what? He wants to give you the greatest princess, the greatest, you know, everything. He's got it all for you. And sometimes when we take away our trust in God and try and do things on our own strength, we walk off that path that God's got for us. And God's going, no, 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 please don't do that. Please don't do that. Trust in me. Trust in me. Trust in me. You're not going to be able to do it on your own. You can't. Trust in me. Trust in me. And, and you know what happens? Sometimes Murray, he finds himself, oh, my gosh, where am I? I need to trust in God. And he's going, player one, I trust in you. I put my faith back in you, player one. I put my faith back in you. And all of a sudden, the help that you need to accomplish the goals that you are to do in life, all of a sudden you have the help that you need. You cannot do it on your own. But all of a sudden, when you've trusted in him, all this help comes. This is what I love. Do you know what this is here? This is the greatest. Let me just hold this thing up. This thing here is the, to me and to many others, this is the greatest love story ever told. It, it almost brings me to tears, you know. The stuff in here, if you see the heartbeat of God in these scriptures, it's for, it's for you, it's for everyone here. His heart is beating. You read this scripture, you know, you read this Bible. I've read it a few times. And sometimes I'm reading it and I just start to weep. I'm going, God, you love me this much. Everyone here loves so much. He's, he's, he's practically begging you, don't do it on your own. Trust in me. Trust in me and I will help you. I will help you. How do you think this building is here? Do you think Pastor Phil and Julie can seriously do it on their own strength? Do you think they could do this? No. Phil would give it a good go, though. So would you, Pastor Julie. But to build the church, you probably couldn't hammer the staff or get the stuff. But you would. You probably would. But do you know what? The fact of the matter is they couldn't do this on their own strength. That's the simple truth. They trusted in God. There were, oh, man, the story of this place is one fat saga of trust. <laughs> Let's just go to Psalm 32. Fat saga, where did that come from? I don't know. It describes it. Psalm 32 and 10. Many are the woes of the wicked, but the Lord's unfailing love surrounds the man who trusts in him. The Lord's unfailing. Does that, does that mean it can never fail? No. The Lord's unfailing love will surround 
all of you who trust in him. Mm. Man. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start wrapping this thing up real soon. And if, yeah, at least that would be great. Do you know how to play Mario Brothers? <laughs> Who does? Who? Doug, can you come up, please, Doug, and just play some Mario Brothers for me, please? <laughs> Is this all right? I'm pretty just going with it. Doug, you can... Just get up there. Try and be like a ninja. Do stuff without being seen. Um, you know, Greg, is that all right? <laughs> it's your axe. Is this all right? Holy smokes. I just didn't even... Re- Woo! Uh, Doug, just to let you know, he's like totally a master at Hapkido. So if you wreck anything, he's probably going to like kill you with Hapkido moves. Trust, yeah, if you could do that. Guys, and if you could just focus on what I'm saying here whilst they're setting me up for some Mario. Um, You know what? My heart's cry tonight is that you would hear the heartbeat of Father God. You know, I believe this was a word for, for now. Trusting God. There's a lot of people at the moment that are struggling. They're facing these turtles that are throwing axes and it's hard on your own. You've got to trust in God. You need to trust in God. And you know what? I see God right now. I see him stretching out his hand to everyone here saying, Son, daughter, trust in me. Trust in me. I know that you might have been hurt before by someone that's betrayed your trust. I know that the word trust sets off all these alarm bells in your mind. I know that there's a lot of pain attached to the word trust. Trust me, though, and I'll help you. I am not like the person that's betrayed that trust. I will never, ever, ever betray your trust. You know his name, we call him, we call him Father God. And some of you guys have had fathers that have betrayed your trust. I realize this. I understand. I don't understand it, to be honest. But I, re- I realize that you do have struggles trusting in a father figure. And you know what? You have legitimate reason to. Your trust has been betrayed. But let me say this. Father God is not like, not like your father. Father God is one full, full of grace, full of love. He will never ever betray you he wants to lavish his love upon you he wants to give you the greatest life he wants you to get to that castle he wants you to raise that flag on the castle standing there with your princess and your coins and little toadstool that can be the kid I don't know regard you know what I'm saying you know what God wants to give you a blessed life You're not going to get there without trust and faith. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If every eye could just be closed right now. 
Father God, we trust in you, Lord God. We trust in you. Right now, I put my trust in you afresh. God, I trusted you. I've trusted you for many years. But Lord, right now, I want it to be strengthened. I want to trust that extra bit more. I want to recklessly place everything I can into this thing called trust. And I want to give it to you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. You can open your eyes. You know what? This God of love, this God that changed my life, this God that has changed the lives that you see in this house, He loves you. He loves everyone equally. Yet somehow He can make you feel like you're the only person on earth because He loves you that much. You know... If you're here tonight and you, you know you've never actually connected with the great player one, if you've never actually, um, you know, surrendered your very soul to Father God, tonight I want to encourage you, let go of the reins, let go of the controller. You're not going to do it on your own. Father God wants to give you so much. The Bible speaks of God giving each of us a future and a hope. He's got plans to prosper you, to prosper your health, to prosper your friendships, your marriages, your boyfriends and your girlfriend relationships, all relationships He wants to prosper. He wants to prosper your finances. He wants to prosper you, prosper you, prosper you. It takes a little bit of faith to receive it though. And you know what? There's something else that stands in our road. I'm going to be brutally honest. There's a thing called sin. And you know what? If there was some sort of goop in Mario Brothers that would hinder you and slow you down, make it real hard to jump, make it real hard to accomplish your missions, sin is kind of like that. Don't feel ashamed. Do you know what? I've sinned. And you know what? I'm going to sin again. A lot of people walk into churches and they think, sin, oh my gosh, I feel so terrible. Do you know what? We all sin. Get over it. God loves me. And I'm going to sin again. God loves me. He doesn't care. He just loves me. He loves me. He loves me. Loves you. He loves you very much. Loves you so much that he gave of himself, Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, to come down and to take that sin right out of the equation so that we could be the most effective we could ever be. Jesus came to get rid of this sin so that we could become super, super Marios in the hands of God. And all we need to do is acknowledge Jesus as our Lord and Savior. All we need to do is say, Jesus, what you did changed the world as we know it. Do you know what? For thousands of years, there have been people becoming Christians, getting this thing called sin taken right out of the equation. And you know what happens? There's a connection with player one. 
you know, you can imagine a cord. Um, this is a better analogy of sin. There's the cord from your little controller to the console. Sin actually chops the cord between you and God. Jesus comes along, puts his arms out like this, connects that cord and the current goes straight back through and God's back in control. All you got to do is ask for forgiveness of sin. You know what? In the future, I will ask for forgiveness of sin. And do you know what happens? There's a thing called grace, and it's so hard for our puny minds to grasp. But this thing called grace comes from Father God, and He forgives your sin the moment you repent of it. Turn your back on it, and you are forgiven. He loves you. He wants to prosper you. Read this, the greatest love story ever told. Read it, please. Heaps of times. So tonight, right now, as we finish up, Doug, can you just play a bit of Super Mario right now, please? If you can. Let's just give him, Doug, a little bit of Super Mario time. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> that was great. You know what? That blessed my soul. Now, do you know what? Doug is awesome. And if you've ever seen Doug one time, yeah, give him a clap. Give him a clap. Doug actually played at youth one time and blew my mind. The kid can sing and play guitar real well. And he was put on the spot there for Super Mario. It's pretty technical. I don't know if you saw it. I couldn't do it. You're awesome, Doug. Take a seat, mate. Um, you did bless me playing that tune, Doug. You really did. Took me back, man. Took me back. Now, you know what? I'm going to give you guys who haven't been connected to God, an opportunity to connect with God right now. The same chance that I got given, the same, you know, blessed moment that I got given, we're going to offer you as a church right now. If there is anyone here that wants to be connected to the greatest player one of all time, I encourage you, you know, if every eye could be bowed, I encourage you guys, if you want to get connected to God and live, you know what? I'm not promising you. This is what I'm not promising you. I'm not promising you a life of carefree, uh, no troubles, everything's so easy. But what I do promise you 
is that in the hard times, in the struggles, player one can get you through every time. Every time, player one is going to get you through. Father God is going to get you through. So if you want to make that connection with your maker tonight, I just want to ask you if you would lift your hand up and lift it up high so I can see. Father God, come tonight. Touch these hearts, I pray.